Welcome to Time to Be Useless on Radio Free Brooklyn, New York City, Freeform Community Radio. Thank you for joining us. And today on the program, we have a very special guest, my great friend Jess, who is a uh, Gracie-nominated journalist and also supreme rock and roll fan, my show-going buddy. Welcome, Jess. I just want to slightly correct you because I got an honorable mention at the Gracies, which warms my heart so much, but it's not the same, really. So I just want to say so that the Gracies don't give me an email. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) Well, either way, it speaks to your stellar performance as a journalist, right? Well, that's lovely. Thanks. But anyway, we're here to talk about rock and roll. We are. We were chatting off mic about live music because Jess is my show going buddy. We hit all sorts of shows in Jersey City and Brooklyn and it's really been a rough couple months. I was saying earlier, I've wiped out basically like six to eight shows off of my calendar for the past two months that I was going to. Plus I was planning on going to some others as well. And um, not only as a fan is it challenging, but I'm really just stressing out on behalf of all of my musician friends and artists out there that I like who are struggling to make a living. It's really scary times. I think that's 100% right. And it's like you think about your people that you love in music the same way that you're thinking about the people that you love at your favorite bar or restaurant or coffee shop. Um, I know for me personally, I always prefer a small venue, right? Right. So who's playing at a small venue? It's really Mm -hmm. like a working class band. Yeah. Right? That's who you're thinking about. the bands that need the money. Right. The bands that need the money that are out there touring their asses off in always less than ideal circumstances. They're not jetting around, right? They're not playing that big stadium show. There are people Mm -hmm. who are out there and they're like moving you in your own little space and showing you the best time with 200 other people. That's my favorite show. And I was saying to Eric before we got on here that like, if I don't leave a show drenched in other people's sweat and dehydrated, (laughs) then I didn't go to a show. (laughs) And so it's hard to really miss that. I mean, it's a huge amount of like, human companionship that's made in those situations yeah yeah the connection right like that we don't get the that, literal that connection rep- when you're going shoulder to shoulder with somebody right. and pushing someone out of the way or, or <laughs> um wrapping your arm around them and saying like come on let's go in together right <laughs> yeah and that's the human connection that we also lack with the absence of record stores I, I should say that you know record stores used to be the place where a lot of connection happened between music fans and now it's pretty much the live shows that's the that's really the the nucleus of a scene and without that you know it's it's so devastating to the music community absolutely and so in the politics of this I'm not so up on the politics of this and so I'm just gonna offer this as another half-baked Jessica Glenza theory but (laughs) there's so many, Um, but I really was hoping that streaming services would step up during this, Spotify, YouTube, you know, they're they're paying how how much to these artists, right? Not a living wage. And at this moment, when people can't go out and make a living as they normally would, you'd hope that it'd almost be like, 
hazard pay for artists. Right. Yeah, I think some of those services have made donations to Music Cares and whatnot, but I spoke about this with my good friend, uh, also Radio Free Brooklyn DJ Tom Gallo the other day, that what you're talking about, I also agree with. It would be great if these services had some kind of uh, increased royalty that would happen for this year where they could sort of help artists close that gap, close that delta of what they would be making out on the road. Now, that's a very onerous ask on these services. I'm sure that there's a lot of back end to make that happen, but some sort of, but you have to imagine at the same time, people are streaming more music now than they have been potentially ever. Mm -hmm. We're all trapped in our homes. We're looking for solace. We're looking for comfort. And who are you turning to at that time? You're turning to artists, Right. right? Who kind of like take the first draft of history and digest it and then give us some kind of idea about how to interpret all of mm-hmm. this um yep. so i've had two gins already if you can't tell <laughs> well we could pontificate <laughs> about this all night but let's get to the rock and roll what do you say definitely so i queued up a track by this band called phyla and the song is called two cents and uh don't know much about them they're a british four-piece tell you that and i really love this track because it's such a driving poppy rock and roll song and uh kind of hits the sweet spot for me Thank you for listening. This is Time to Be Useless.
Welcome back to Time to Be Useless on Radio Free Brooklyn, independent, freeform community radio in New York City. And with me today is my good friend Jess, co-hosting, dialing in from quarantine. Uh, that was Wand, an LA-based psych rock band. I think they sound like sludge pop. Is that a is that an actual genre? Did I just coin that? Sludge pop? I don't know. I don't think I would ever give you credit for coining things. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm rude. I'm, I'm, um, I'm going. Sludge pop. I mean, I'll anyway, give yeah. it to you. I'll give it to you. Um, I mean, it was definitely so. Confession. Uh, Eric picked all these tracks, and I've been judging their worthiness. And I love this <laughs> wand track. And we should go through the track list real quick. I'm yeah, sorry. Before, wand was yeah. great, but before we heard that, we heard "Hey Little Girl" by Blood Witch, "Slushy" by The Vaselines, "Throwing Things" by Super Chunk, and Two Cents" by. The the Blood Witch track is a sort of a new discovery for me. That's actually Graham Coxon from Blur, but I guess this is like a soundtrack only project for a Netflix show called I'm Not Okay With This, but I actually think it's fantastic. I was so surprised it was him and the whole record is really good. It's just like good indie rock. Best band name 2020 Blood Witch. Yeah. Well, there's actually a few blood witches out there, so so you gotta have to, you know, tweet at him for stealing that name. Mm, fine. But, well, um, I love Blood Witch. Vaseline's is a classic, but Wand is really, to me, the standout. I hadn't heard Wand before. Really lovely. Yeah, yeah they're on in the red record, so really fits a lot of that garage rock slash psych rock that they do. Um, I'm a big fan of that. Super Chunk acoustic track that's from 1992 and frankly I love that song I didn't really like the electric version until I heard the acoustic one and now I love the electric one <laughs> but to me Super Chunk is one of those bands that were pillars in the 1990s they were always doing seven inches with new bands and interesting bands and covering bands that got huge and playing interesting festivals and releasing records by bands that of course got huge. They were, they always seem to have their fingers on the pulse of a scene. And, um, that, that song was originally the B side to cadmium, which was off of, uh, sorry, that was a single. And then it was put out later on incidental music. And just, what did you think of that artist? Thyla? I'm such a sucker for that. Like, driving power pop song it's you know? definitely I, power pop yeah i mean it's a little outside a my vocalist. comfort zone it's a little yeah. outside my comfort zone which is like nasty guitars and sweaty rock and roll but well <clears throat> i like we don't should... love super chunk which is like a constant source of contention in our friendship that i yeah, don't just... love super chunk <laughs> the, the real reason i i played that track and talked about it is to try to Inch you towards the chunk. Inch you. The real reason we're doing this remotely is because Eric refuses to see me in person until I say love super chunk. (laughs) Yeah, it's not really this pandemic. Pandemic schmandemic. Well, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But you don't want super chunk. We can't be friends anymore. Mac is a god and super chunk rules. So I'm trying to, you know, trying to just nudge you slightly. But I tell you what, I got another, (laughs) another soundtrack track 
queued up for you. Um, and I'm really curious to hear what you think about this. This is an artist called P.T. Walkley, who is New York-based. This came out 10 years ago, and it was a uh, soundtrack for an Ed Burns movie, which automatically you know it's going to tank if it's an Ed Burns movie. No one's going to hear it, No one, hear the soundtrack. No one's going to see the movie. Poor Ed Burns. But um, it's called Nice Guy Johnny, the soundtrack, and P.T. Walkley was a sort of obscure little... New York Brooklyn songwriter and I I thought he wrote great tracks and he's one of those artists that I don't think made a great album talented artist great songwriter but is this song is from 2010 and so this predates what I'm about to say a little bit I think but you don't need to make a great record anymore to be a great artist Oof. I love a great record I love it when people do make great records but it's so much about the single now. I think that you can mm. be a great artist and you don't have to have this put together a 13 track A and B side situation that we grew up with. And so I, I'm looking forward to listen to PT Walkley, mm. even though I a... think that his style might predate a little bit of the schema of what I'm thinking about. I love that thought though. This is a very interesting topic in this day and age is the art form the single and the live show as compared to how it was in the 70s and 80s and 60s when you would write albums i for one i'm voting for albums because that is such a complete form of art there's so much that goes into the thought of a collection of a song of songs and a narrative and a theme that goes along with the visuals and the album artwork and everything it breaks my heart to think that we live in a time, a day and age where the single rules. And it does. I think you're right. I think that I you think need to right. be a little more flexible. I think that you need to be a little more flexible because what ruled the day in the 50s and 60s was the EP, right? The two to four song EP. And so we have this whole idea that it has to be the LP. It has to be the long play. And I think that that is kind of arcane and doesn't really take into account this whole era we had of 45s and like two songs from an artist, two songs from a different artist. And so, you know, history be damned. Let's listen to P.T. Walkley. <laughs> All right. That we shall do. So this is a track called Oh My Darling. Thank you for listening. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, my darling, love to call you mine. Oh, my darling. Now that you've arrived, there's so much I'd like to show you. Gonna know you for the rest of my life. And oh, my darling, if you got the time, spend some with me. Soon you will be wise, and at the end of every day, you'll think about me and the way I called you, darling. Time seems to carry on too long I'll be with you through the dawn and on and on and on my darling For the great wide open, keep an open. 
on Radio Free Brooklyn, New York. That was Honus Honus with a song called Santa Monica. And that was off of Use Your, Use Your Delusion 2016. Before that, Ninth Wave, The Broken Design off of Infancy, uh, which came out last fall. And Hamilton Lies Lighthouser before that, the singer of Walkman giving us a solo album. I had a dream that you... I had a dream that you were mine, and that track was called A Thousand Times, and starting out the set was P.T. Walkley with Oh My Darling, and that was the track, one of the best tracks off of the Nice Guy Johnny soundtrack from 2010. So P.T. Walkley, I had never heard this artist before today, and when I first heard the name of the artist, I thought... That sounds like a great brand of aftershave from 1890. (laughs) But I have to say there's some like, he really managed to like 
produce this feeling that you really want to listen to this track while you're making a s'more and then you want to <laughs> you want to go like make out inside of a tent <laughs> after you hear it you know what i mean i mean it's just like really warm and comforting and lovely song yeah he's a great little songwriter i feel like he channels a little bit of ray davies dare i say very classic kind of 60s um, pop. I think what I really loved in this set was, while well, I love Honus Honus in this like 1980s vibey guitar riff that happened. Yeah, happens. that was hilarious. That was like straight out of like I don't a, think it's hilarious. Miami I'm Vice. It. Uh, oh, it was great. But I think there was a dose of irony along with that guitar track. <laughs> And and the the song ends with the the waves crashing, you know, on Santa I'm Monica. I'm loving it. Uh, Honus Honus, I'm very happy to play because that's my old fr friend Ryan Katner, who is the songwriter behind Man Man, and he will be actually guesting on our radio show next week and playing songs off a new Man Man record that is coming out on Sub Pop next month. So well done. really psyched to have. Ryan join us uh, he's a great songwriter a great guy and uh, he's definitely gonna play tracks off his new man man album but I'm gonna prompt him to give us some of his uh, favorite tracks over the past few years what I want to do is submit a formal inquiry about why he names all of his bands twice and then I want to talk <laughs> yeah. about the ninth wave and this song this broken design because I really feel like it was obviously written long before what we're going through now but it really feels like it's channeling this angsty place that we're in and maybe making me feel like I can't wait to get back out there yeah. and be a part of whatever world we were in that was you know imperfect and there's something dark about that song kind of, yeah but it's dark but like they they I attractive. I loved how they layered the the vocals. I thought that was really tasteful, very well orchestrated. Um, never really heard that band until recently. They're I, a rather new band, I think, from Glasgow, and uh, I think it's just it's it's almost like goth pop. You know, there's something dark about it. I love it, it. but definitely melodic, and uh, really excited to hear more from them. I just really feel like the entire UK. I'm just like thirsty for bands from the UK. Everything that I hear coming out of, right, like, right. of London and like outside of London and Ireland is just like completely amazing right now yeah. and makes me think like, what am I missing out on across the ocean? It's incredible music yeah. happening right now. And Ninth Wave is just like the latest evidence of that yeah. resurgence of like delicious and wonderful. Totally pop and rock and roll yeah that was excellent so um shall we carry on with the rock and roll i guess we could <laughs> well uh i queued up a track by an artist called spiral stairs which is actually chris scott canberg i believe that's how you pronounce his name who was in pavement and uh of course i was oh, fun. yeah of course i was a big pavement fan who wasn't right but uh, definitely a formative band for me. Got into them when Slanted and Enchanted came out, and uh, I was a wee high schooler. So I, I've, I've tried to keep up with a lot of the output from those guys over the years, but somehow this really slipped by me. Uh, the Spiral Stairs record came out in 2017. It's called Doris and the Daggers. 
Uh, it's actually really good, and um, I think you can definitely hear the pavement uh, references. I don't want to say it's it's not Stephen Malcolmus, right? I mean, there's definitely he's got his own voice, but uh, you can hear it's cut from the same cloth. The vibrations are yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. But let's check it out. Thank you for listening. This is Time to Be Useless. I'm Spec, your host, hanging out with Jess here. Thank you for joining. And this is Radio Free Brooklyn, New York. Yeehaw!
Vanity or not, is, isn't that a rather uh, <laughs> appropriate song for the moment? Sanity or not. That was Juan Waters. I love that track, and it's so irreverent and so fun, and the video is great. Before that, we heard Blake Mills, a song called Hey Lover, and starting us off with Spiral Stairs, featuring Chris Scott Canberg from Pavement, a song called No Comparison. Sanity or not is my current state of mind. Yes, that is everybody's current state of mind. <laughs> I saw you groove into the, uh, the Blake Mills track, though. Yeah, so um, my dad's a tow truck driver, and so I have this like fraught relationship with old pickup trucks where it's like I love them on the one hand because the best memories were in old pickup trucks, and on the other hand, I'm like, I just don't want anything more than air conditioning, which they never have. Um, so I always have this. And how does this relate to, to play? Well, Mills? it's sort of like this song reminds me of this fraught relationship where it's like you feel so happy to be there on the one hand. And then on the other hand, you're just waiting for the transmission to blow and be stranded on the side of the highway. <laughs> so 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 this song was a waiting game for it to explode. Well, he has this great mm. lyric that says I'm going to paraphrase here because um, I'm not going to get it right. How did when did I grow this beard and gut? And that is the constant state of affairs of an old pickup truck is just like when did that rust show up how did i get the tire looking <laughs> like that <laughs> i love the analogy i think you could probably like make a tow, tow truck analogy to many songs in rock and roll so are we running out of time here yeah unfortunately we are it's been an hour thank you for listening thank jess thanks for joining uh, it was great to have you back well, it's nice to Feedback. This has been Time to Be Useless, broadcasting on Radio Free Brooklyn, Freeform, New York, and uh, I'm Spec, your host. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Yo.